The movement has started, the future is near New league, new teams, a new story starts here Where a nation began, with big nose, no bounds We're hot, we'll be hotter, time to turn up this sound Where glamour meets grit, where empires are grown Where great things launch, and the game returns home Eight hungry cities, one less of the same We're doing it different, reimagining the game This is Dallas, Tampa, St. Louis, NYC It's Seattle, Houston, LA, and DC It's happening, get ready, time to scream, time to yell This is football reborn This is the XFL what is going on, everybody? Deaver here, and we have a special edition episode for you, only the XFL. Uh, we're doing our XFL draft here, aren't we, Bush? Yes, we are, brother, and we have the entire crew here with us tonight, Deaves. The entire crew. It's not just alongside my co-host, Bush, not alongside my co-host, Jim. Uh, producer Jim it is the entire crew. So let's go around the horn and say, uh, what's up, everybody? Let's start off with uh, Jimbo right next to me. What's going on, boys? It's good to see everyone. Uh, I hope you know uh, who you're going to pick because it's going to be a wild ride. Uh, let's go. Let's go to the intern. I'm going to go to the intern. I see his face, shining face out there. Timmy. What's up, fellas and lady fellas? How you doing? <laughs> good as always. Uh, next up, we got the DJ. Uh, what's going on, guys? It's been a minute since I've been on here, so it's excited to uh, see everybody, and uh, I'm excited to get this XFL stuff rolling. Ham, you're up next. Hammonds. Football is just getting started, boys. I am pumped. <laughs> Football season ends. Another one begins, just like for my guy Bryce. Hey, what's up, fellas? We got Piper and Fatigues right now? Good evening, gentlemen. I think this is the first time on the pod, so how's it going, everybody? <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for, thanks for joining us, and thank you for your service. Yeah, haven't done anything yet. So <laughs> <laughs> stuff, though. You, you look like you're gonna do stuff. <laughs> anyway, let's get let's get started with uh, what we came here to do. So obviously, for those of you who don't know, the XFL went away before honestly any of us could probably even watch TV. Um, and recently announced their return. So the guys are going to hop on the bandwagon. We have eight teams in the XFL spanning the entire country. Um, season kicks off this weekend, and the guys are getting together to draft their official team. We're going to keep track of them throughout the entire season, um, keeping up, checking in on the main podcast with um, different correspondents that you know are assigned to a certain team or draft a certain team. Um, and those guys will kind of be posting some some individual content about those about those squads. So without further ado, um, Bush's Wheel of Terror is here. Um, and uh, we're going to spin spin the wheel. So first off, I guess before we before we start, dude, we got to talk about me and Jimbo being down here in Tampa. We're literally 20 minutes away from the, the stadium. So we're auto-assigned Tampa for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You guys are definitely auto-assigned. We have first pick. We have first overall pick. Like, Deaver and Jimbo pick the Tampa Bay Vipers as our XFL team. Yeah. All right. Well, let's get let's get right into it here then. Spinning the wheel of terror here, wheel of death. Oh. And with the first big pick, big money, no whammy. Big money, no whammy. We have Brandon Hammonds with the first pick, the XFL FPP draft. Let's go, baby. So, um, 
I've kind of revealed my team already on all my social media platforms, but the Houston Roughnecks is the team that I am going to be pulling for, uh, mainly because of their name. So I don't know if you guys have ever played Blitz the League, but for some reason, I keep associating the XFL with Blitz, thinking that it's going to be more physical, we're going to see broken bones like the video game, but... Just the name Houston Roughnecks belongs in the XFL, and uh, so yeah, it's it's the the sickest the sickest name, easily the best name in the XFL. And ooh, ooh, whoa! Just mm. uh, <laughs> just announced their their quarterback, uh, PJ Walker. He was a quarterback at Temple in 2016, and their head coach in 2016 is now the head coach of my Carolina Panthers and the Roughnecks also have a uh, Panther standout from Super Bowl 50 Coney Ely. So another connection to my Panthers there. And I'm honestly all on the Roughnecks train uh, for the H is their, their hashtag and for the love of football. So Questionable all about hashtag. the Roughnecks here. Questionable hashtag. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, but uh, yeah, yeah, the Roughnecks for me, man. <laughs> Hammonds with the Roughnecks. Oh god! If it lands on Hammonds again, he picks the Roughnecks again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> All right, Timmy. <laughs> All right, the let's second go. overall pick in the XFL draft, Timmy the intern selects. So uh, I don't know if this is the best choice, but since I'm going to be living up in Virginia. Again, after college, I'm going to go with the D.C. Defenders. Um, first of all, their color scheme goes well with the Nats and the Caps, unlike the uh, Krakens up there in Seattle. But uh, true. the number one thing about this team that excites me and probably everybody that's watching is Cardo Jones. Um, true. You guys might know him when he was a freshman playing quarterback and bringing uh, Bush's box up to the national championship. But... What I know most for is from this headline, which you guys might remember. Um, Cardo Jones visits kids in hospital and plays NCAA football and beats them 91 to 35. <laughs> so we've, got, we've got Cardo jokes because then he quote tweeted that headline and said, shake my head. I can't believe these people think I beat this kid 91 to 35. I beat him 98 to 35, and the picture's <laughs> taking a minute up in the fourth quarter of the game. So we've got Cardo jokes on our team, and we also have got a former Michigan uh, assistant coach who was also the OC during Andrew Luck's best season in his career. So that's pretty exciting there. So it should be high-powered offense with alongside Eli Rogers, um, Steve's old wide receiver for the Steelers. True. So it's a high-powered offense. Uh, defense is a little shaky. We've also got a former Jamie running back on the team. So looks like that's going to be my squad for the season. Love that, Timmy. That's a good take there. Cardell jokes. That's going to be sick. So with the third pick in the XFL FPP draft. Oh, boy. All right. So it comes to a uh, shock to a lot of people, but uh, Jim and I select the Tampa Bay Vipers. Uh, pretty excited about this one, dude. Honestly, the green and gold color scheme is kind of sick. Um, 
their stadium, Raymond yeah, James sick, Stadium. All right. Yeah, it's sick. <laughs> Raymond James Stadium is located 20 minutes from our place, so we're going to be able to go a ton. Already talking about a ton of cool stuff with office jockeys um, who are located in the area as well. They're all on the Vipers train. Um, quarterback looks like the star is going to be Aaron Murray, who was the starter at Georgia for a really long time, kind of bounced around in the NFL, was drafted by the Chiefs, didn't stick out. He was on the Eagles practice squad, actually, for a little bit. Um, but he lit up Georgia for a while. He was a four-year starter there, has some good stats and accolades. Um, the other standout for me is uh, Davion Smith, who played in Michigan, so go blue. Um, other than that, the the Vipers looked like they drafted heavy local. I don't know if that's a play. Like, I mean, the Florida has fantastic athletes, but I don't know if that's a heavy play on just getting fans out to the games. Like, We have Florida, Florida State, USF, UCF, a ton of uh, Florida schools represented, so bunch of local standouts. I mean, it's good football down here. It's 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 almost like Texas 2.0. Like Michigan comes down here and does some of their, you know, spring great spring games and recruiting. So, um be able to watch those, I don't know, those standouts here locally. What do you what do you got, Jim? Real quick. What do you got? Um <clears throat> uh, very excited to get out there and capture content. We're going to try and get out there to every single game and produce some uh, some quality content for all the folks out there. Really give some coverage uh, heavy on the team for uh, all the fans out there and uh bring awareness of the XFL to everyone out there. And hopefully this uh, sticks around because I'm getting very excited uh, to, to, to attend these games and uh, hopefully it, uh, it lives up to the hype. Just overall, their content's been great. Like just talking about like, the XFL in general, like if you don't follow their Instagram accounts yet, you know, even just like the main page, I mean, the, the, the league got announced a couple, you know, a couple of months ago and they already have like 700 posts and, you know, all, just all kinds of good stuff out there. The commercial, they had a, they didn't have a commercial during the Super Bowl or they have a they had one recently too that was awesome. It was like just talking about you know like sickness after football ends and like this is this is the cure for it. Absolutely, they're gonna be produced on Fox. It's the XFL on Fox, so it's not like you're finding to stream them online randomly. I mean, it's gonna be good stuff. Go Vipers, go Vipes. Okay, with the fourth pick in the XFL draft, we have. We we have we uh, we we have. What happened to the other uh, wheel picker you had, where it took the names off? Yeah, yeah, that would be nice, wouldn't it? Oh, that's the wheel picker. We have. All right, so so since it was closest to mine here, I guess I'll go. Uh, boys. I'm going with the New York team, the New York Guardians, the XFL Guardians, baby. It's going to be sick. The biggest thing that stands out for me with this team is their hashtag, hashtag on duty, hashtag absolute energy with this squad, man. I've always been infatuated by the city of New York. I think it's sick. The skyline never gets old. Um, and then obviously MetLife Stadium's a uh, quick hour and a half drive right up 290 or I-95 there. So um, absolutely going to be able to make a lot of these games and uh, looking forward to being a part of it. Player-wise, nobody special, nobody crazy. Um, we're just going to be on duty, getting the job done on a weekend and week out basis. On oh, so we can make it. So we can make it Sunday for the, the opener. I'm pretty sure my Vipers are up there. And with the fifth pick in the XFL draft, <laughs> we have on duty. On duty. Right. SMA. On duty. All right, guys. So I mean, I'm pretty pretty surprised they slipped down this far. They really should have went number one. It's an easy choice for me right now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the uh, St. Louis Battlehawks. 
Ooh. And uh, all I really got to say about that is you're going to be hearing the battle cry a lot this season. Let me tell you. Hammonds, when you said the best team name was the Roughnecks, Battlehawks. I was texting Bryce earlier, dude. That that might be, I don't know, the Battle. Please, Battlehawks. Battlehawks, Battlecry. Dude, and St. Louis, St. Louis is a city hungry for football. Dude, it is. Dude, Missouri. They they left. The Rams left. Who they got? This is true. This this is very true. They got the Battlehawks. That's what they have. They They got got the Battlehawks, yeah. Battlehawks, the Battlehawks will fill that void. If the Battlehawks played the Rams in the Battle of Old St. Louis and New St. Louis, who would, what would be the final score, Bryce? Um, the Battlehawks versus the Rams? <laughs> okay, well, it would probably be somewhere, I mean, this is a guesstimate, but somewhere around Battlehawks 54, Rams 11. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. A couple field goals. <laughs> And with the sixth pick in the I XFL. Can, I can say that with full confidence. <laughs> it is closest to... Piper? Piper. It's closest to Piper. All right, Piper, who you got, brother? Awesome. So I'm picking the uh, Dallas Renegades. Uh, mostly because the, uh, the logo, it kind of matches my free parking podcast logo. But uh, True. second... Uh, Landry Jones is the starting quarterback, and he's uh, he's getting back together with his old coach Bob Stoops from Oklahoma. So there oh, you have some uh, true some, nice some connections there, and then then like uh, Cameron Artis Payne from uh, Auburn, first team All SEC honors. You know they have a lot of Southern boys down there. They have huge, him too. Huge. Uh, you know, football country down in Texas. And, uh, you know, their their motto is raising hell, and I just love that. Just Dude, love it. Piper, that, that is so you, bro. That that team just dust to a stadium is just you, bro. <laughs> the call like the call <laughs> sign, the name, every the logo, everything. They're taking bandanas, the players, and they're they're putting it around their mouths. They're That's like renegades, the putting it That's around their mouth. Terrifying. That's terrible. I feel bad for anybody they're playing. I feel bad for everybody they're playing. Texas only has room for one XFL team, baby. <laughs> I love the Oklahoma connection, though. I didn't. I didn't know. I, I didn't make that. I, I know Jones was playing, but I didn't know he was with Stoops. And we are officially in the mix with the DJ Nader with pick you number guys seven. Are currently in the mix. Um. All right. With my pick. Uh, I'm solely going on gut here. I mean, I, honestly, I don't really have many choices left on the board here. But I'm telling you, next year, Seattle is going to be a hot town for sports. They have a new NHL team coming, and the city itself is going to explode over watching this team play. I'm going to go with the Seattle Dragons. Um, they're going to be an underdog team. Uh, as you can tell, the odd ratings came out for the championship already, and they're in dead last for it. Uh, you heard it and seen it here. I am locking in my futures bet for the Seattle Dragons. So, so with the last pick, I guess that leaves Mead, who, who couldn't attend the draft tonight uh, with some connection issues. Mead gets left off, left, left last off, which actually kind of makes sense because he, he couldn't make it with the uh, Los Angeles Wildcats. And uh, that brings us a good point, Ham, to the XFL championship odds. 
Um, this is from BetMGM, last updated just the other day. Piper, the Dallas Renegades, the favorite to win the XFL inaugural season, uh, plus 250. Followed by the New York Guardians, the Los Angeles Wildcats, the Tampa Bay Vipers, Houston Roughnecks at plus 750, the DC Defenders at plus 750, the Battlehawks Dragons rounding out the bottom two. So that's what BetMGM thinks of these teams. Um Bryce, Good just out. looking at this uh, quick little recap, you know who's on the Battlehawks? And I've been seeing him a lot on social. Uh, Marquette King, the coolest punter in football. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm talking about? The guy from the Raiders? Sweat. Oh. Sweat. The, the swagged awesome. out punter from the Raiders? Yeah. Oh, Swing his arms before yeah. he like, Yeah, he's the man. That's a good pickup, dude. Watch out. That's a fun punter. I actually saw a report earlier that uh, Timmy's DC Defenders were the number one pick to win uh, the XFL. So, uh, dude, I don't think anybody really knows, honestly. Wait, Jim just had a great point. There's no punts in there's the no XFL. In so, the I guess Mark Keck's going to be like, no punts. He's a kicker. Interesting. Well, still, oh, wow. Yeah, still good call. Sick, he's, so he's, he's doing something. He's, he's there for the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, do you guys want to go over the rules of the differentiation between the NFL yeah. and the XFL for the viewers who don't kind of know, you know what this new league brings uh, in terms of the rules and the changes to the game? Definitely. Nate, are you got him up there for us? Uh, I mean, I was listening a little bit at work, so I kind of know the ordeal behind it, but I'll just spit off a few facts that I had after doing some research today. Um, The game clock between plays um, in the NFL is set to 35 seconds. Um, I did some research today and found out that in the XFL, they're going to be setting that to 25 seconds. So uh, it calls for a faster pass, or I'm sorry, a faster paced game. Um, Also, they said that all of the players on the field are going to have, uh, I guess, some kind of mechanism that you can hear the coach through. Uh, so it will reduce the need to huddle, which is kind of cool. Um, so, I mean, they're really just it's going to be a lot faster paced game um, in terms of what we were just talking about with the punts. I'm not sure, um, but I know after a team scores a touchdown, there's no more uh, point after score attempts. Um they completely got rid of those. Honestly, it's the most one of the most boring plays in sports. 99% of the time, they said it goes through the uprights. The other 1%, you see something incredible and like doesn't happen often. Um, from, I believe, five yards, uh, it'll be one point. Uh, from 10 yards, if you attempt it, you'll give in two points. And if you want to attempt it from uh, 15 yards, your team will be awarded three points, which honestly is very interesting when it comes down to you know, close games and going for a three or a two or whatnot. Um, that's one yeah. aspect of this new XFL league I'm looking forward to seeing. Um, but if anybody else had any idea on the other yeah. rules and change sets, if you want to elaborate. Definitely. That was a pretty good recap. Quickly to touch on the punts, I, you, you, you slightly mentioned kicking. Uh, the punt one's definitely going to entice some extra hits here. Um, all punts that re- result in touchbacks will actually be placed on the 35-yard line instead of the 20. Punts that also go out of bounds, where in the NFL, if it goes out of bounds, the ball starts where the ball exited play. It will also go on the 35-yard line. So um, wherever that ball went out of bounds, whenever, whether it's a touchback or um, you know on the sidelines, gives the offensive team some extra field position um, and entices the defending team that's kicking it away to put it into play for us to see a high-impact, uh, high-impact play. I think uh, some of these players throughout the season, they're going to forget the rules, don't you think? 
because they're they're so accustomed to so accustomed. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting about it only because you know most of these guys are coming from NFL style rules. I think only one other guy is coming from the AFL. There's only a couple AFL guys that are like actually rule changing again totally. Like, yeah, that's a big change. Because the AAF, they right. they were straight the the alliance, they were straight NFL rules, right? Basically. Yep. Nah, Those, basically, basically. Compared to these yep. guys, for the most part. Yeah. Because the AAF was intended to be the feeder to the NFL, and so they were trying to keep it as similar as possible. Um, however, the XFL is a competitor to the NFL, um, so they're going to be different, which makes complete sense. Ooh, the other interesting rule, Nate, that I saw was the forward pass rule. Mm. You're allowed to forward pass and pass again behind the line of scrimmage. So um, where you see like the, the, you know, the wide receiver pass or the running back fake pass in the NFL, you have to lateral it behind you. In the NFL, you can actually do a wide receiver screen or a shuffle pass and actually still have a secondary pass as long as that guy doesn't pass the line of scrimmage. So there could be oh, a ton wow. of crazy plays. Yeah, there could be a ton of crazy trick plays. Um, where you have guys, you know, you, you don't, th- you know, you naturally wouldn't think that they could pass again, but they, they truly can ping pong it down the field. Yeah. I hope this league lasts, man. I don't, it's like, like I mentioned before, when we see this talent, when we see them become really good, you would think that an NFL team would pick them up. But since the NFL is kind of, it's their off season now, it may change some things, but it should be interesting to watch. A couple of there are some uh, some some big names around, like the, the Vipers have Antonio Callaway and yeah, yep. No, Antonio yeah. Callaway's he's done. He got injured. Did he really? For the yeah, for the Vipers. I saw him. I, that's right. I saw him uh, in one article, and then he dropped off another one. No, I I did I did see that. That's why I didn't mention him in the beginning. Um, yeah, that's a shame. But, but yeah, a couple. No, a there couple there are some names. The one thing that I think is going to keep it around, Cam, especially when you're talking about guys coming from the XFL, then going to the NFL, is uh, I haven't seen much about their pay scale, which the AAF was, I think, a different story. It was, I mean, very, very low budget. Um, these guys, I think, were making like, you know, I mean, everybody gets, makes a game check, but I, I don't think it was enough to pay the bills. Like, these guys were still working in the offseason. So we'll see how much money with these TV deals and whatnot that the XFL can, can, can pay these guys. Um, but I, I know they're also trying to make it affordable for the, for the fans. So on the business side of things, it's it's pretty interesting because, I mean, I think I saw Viper tickets starting at twenty five bucks. Like you can get season passes for you know in a couple hundred. So um, good they're making it affordable. But I think for them to keep a consistent model, they're going to have to try to pay these guys so they don't leave for the for the league. Break my limbs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, with that, I think the XFL draft has concluded. As you can tell, the guys are super excited for the season, so much so that Jim wants his limbs to be broken. Uh, ton, of good, ton of good XFL content to come. Uh, you know the guys' teams. They'll be shouting about throughout the season. And uh, Bush and I will be recapping them every podcast, bringing on one of these cronies eventually to, uh, to talk about their successes or failures. And uh, you'll be seeing some banter between the squad. Kind of like fantasy football, right? We had the fantasy football league earlier. I uh, kept like a week-to-week recap of who was beating who, so probably do the same yes, here. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, boys. Thank you all for uh, for rolling out here tonight on a uh, brisk and chilly. Well, I guess down in Florida, it's pretty nice. Everybody else, it's like five degrees out here. It was 80 today. Yeah, the Vipers are ready to strike. Today. That's striking weather. 
Dude. Oh, God. Yeah, the Vipers have been practicing 80-degree weather. They're coming out to play the Guardians in 28-degree weather and snow. Dude, they're so screwed. If they're anything like their fans, they wouldn't be out there that day. Anyway, so uh, it was great seeing all you guys, and uh, and uh, can't wait to get this thing going. So love you, boys. Catch you guys later.